Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you were here. Today, I am just going to be giving an update on how things have been going in my life. It's been a while since I did that, so figured I'd let you know how things have been. Uh, this past week or so has been pretty hard. On May 23rd, I had to call out for work because I was in way too much pain to be functional. I went to the walk-in clinic. It was busy and took forever, but I got what I needed without any fuss, and I love that about this clinic. They usually don't give me a hard time about getting the things that I need to treat my chronic symptoms. In this case, my right sacroiliac joint was inflamed and causing me a lot of pain. I have sacroiliac joint instability and all the moving around will cause them to become inflamed at times, which causes a significant increase in my pain. Uh, this is not a new problem. I've been struggling with it for years and every now and then it just gets angry. When whenever one of the sacroiliac joints gets inflamed, I have to get onto a course of steroids and muscle relaxers. The steroids uh, reduce the inflammation and the muscle relaxers allow the joint to slide back into its proper position. And once these medications are on board, I usually have a uh, really short period before I feel better. You know, it, it, it's quick relief. The downside is that the medication kicks my butt and I do nothing but sleep for the entire course of the medications. Um, I was able to tolerate working on the 24th, even though I was feeling really fatigued. Lucky for me, it was a really good night, so it made things a lot easier. Um, I then spent my three nights off pretty much being a vegetable. <laughs> I loafed for short periods uh, that I was awake, but I mostly slept for like three solid days. Um, the medications were done on the 27th and my sacroiliac joint was pretty much back to feeling like my baseline. I worked the 28th, 29th, and the 30th. Um, I really had a hard night on the 28th. I didn't have many emotional spoons available and that always makes a shift harder. But on top of that, it was a really busy night and that wasn't well managed. So I ended up getting a pretty crappy workload. Uh, luckily the other two shifts were not as difficult. Sunday, I was exposed to lupins. A family member uh, brought a bunch of them in for the staff and the patient. And I now know that lupins trigger my mast cell activation syndrome. I had never been around them before, so I didn't know this. Uh, by the end of the night, I was wheezing and short of breath. I was itching everywhere, but around my mouth and nose was the worst. My nose was running while it was feeling someone had stuffed cotton up into my navel's cavities. Um, even my GI system was protesting. Everything that had been in my intestinal tract had been an empty out of it by the end of the night. Full bowel cleanse. So yeah, it was a really great time. Um, because I had just finished a course of steroids, I was really reluctant to get onto another course of them. And that's the general treatment for when this mast cell stuff gets activated. Uh, but the steroids come with a lot of risks. So I try really hard not to take them. And I try really, really hard not to take courses of them close together. So I started off by taking a high dose of Benadryl. And this did bring the reaction down into the safe range where my breathing was no longer being affected. However, not getting steroids meant that it was going to take much longer for my body to settle down from this reaction. So I spent last week resting and recovering from the mast cell being triggered and it just kind of sucked because I felt like hot garbage all week. 
Um, I was supposed to have my laparoscopic surgery this week to try to better evaluate the pelvic pain that I am having, uh, but I was not able to get the time off from work, and I can't afford to call out again since I don't get paid for my sick days. I'm still trying to get that procedure rescheduled, but I'm having an uphill battle, and then I cannot seem to get the surgery scheduled to call me back. It is super frustrating. I find it mind-boggling how difficult it is to get time off from work as a nurse, and that has only gotten harder now that I'm a traveler. And it is insane how difficult it has been to communicate with the scheduler from the surgical department. I just try to remind myself that they are also working with way too few people for the job that they are being asked to do. <sighs> so I have no idea when that procedure will actually happen. And that is really frustrating to me since my pelvic pain keeps getting worse. I am pretty sure that the endometriosis diagnosis is not correct, but this is the procedure to determine that. And the doctors aren't going to move forward with trying to find any other possible causes as long as they are convinced that this is what is going on. Pelvic pain is such a frustrating symptom to have. About 25% of women have chronic pelvic pain, and most of the time doctors aren't able to sort out the cause of the pain, let alone provide good pain management for it. I find this to be complete insanity. How is it all right for one in four women to be allowed to suffer like this? I understand that diagnosing pelvic pain's cause is a real challenge because there is so many possibilities, but how is it all right to just label it as chronic pelvic pain syndrome and shrug while we give up on figuring out what's causing the problem. I just, it's insanity. I, I don't understand how this is acceptable healthcare. I've been suffering with chronic pelvic pain for 25 years, and I have constantly been fighting with doctors to try to find any kind of relief. I am so disgusted with it. Uh, last year, I had a doctor who saw the endometriosis diagnosis and then just told me not to worry because, after all, with menopause, my pain is likely to start to reduce. For most women, um, that's at the age of 51. So this doctor's solution was just to wait for 11 years and hope that my pain went away on its own. I mean, what the actual fuck kind of pain management idea is that? Like, why is this acceptable healthcare? Why is this how we take care of people? How is this okay? It, it's just mind-boggling. I've been trying to figure out what's next because being a nurse is getting too hard and it's something that I am not going to be able to do for much longer. Um, it makes me sad, but the truth is that the work environment for nursing has become so toxic that I am having an emotionally difficult time doing the job these days. We are being asked to work with unsafe patient ratios and being pushed to take admissions during our medication passes. The acuity of the patients is only getting higher. All the while, our supervisors are gaslighting us about how things are not that bad and how we need to be better team players to make things work better. It's absolute insanity and we're not getting breaks and we're not getting days off and it's all about us being required to do more when we don't have the resources to do what we're already being asked to do. It's nutty. Um, I had a meltdown after getting home from work a few weeks ago, and that's part of having autism, and it's a part that I don't really like that much, but these feelings of being overwhelmed are happening more and more often. I am finding myself struggling not to have meltdowns while I am at work, and I feel like it's only a matter of time before it happens, though. As both a patient and as a nurse, I have lost my faith in the healthcare system, and it has left me feeling really lost and broken. 
um, how things are being managed now are not sustainable and no one seems to be paying attention as the hospitals are crumbling down around us. As a nurse, I can walk away and find another kind of work and that is the plan, but I need these medical facilities as a patient and it really scares me to think about where we will be in five years. <sighs> Well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending time with me. If you like what you're listening to, please consider supporting this podcast. It really does help. And until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves. Bye.